0: And if you do sign up, please let me know how you find it. If there's any other information you would like me to include or any other feedback, I would be very grateful if you could send me that. Thank you.
1: I probably don't need to tell you that we live in the most polluted time in our human existence. What many people don't know yet is that toxins, the heavy metals and the chemical residues everywhere in the air, in the water, the food the soil, and so on, in our clothes, children's toys. These have a serious impact on our health. Now, many people are not yet aware. Many are. So if these are on your radar and you're doing some stuff about it already, great. But if this information is not yet on your radar, then you might be in for a little bit of a shock. Now, here's the issue. So not only are these plastics and heavy metals and other chemical residues and additives and so on in our food and water, not only are they harmful in and of themselves, but when it comes to children, they're much more harmful for several reasons. So, first of all, especially young children, their detoxification capacities are not yet fully developed. With children under 6 months of age, The protective blood-brain barrier is not yet fully formed. This means that any heavy metals, chemicals that get into the bloodstream can get into the brain much more easily than would in an older person, right? Another thing, children's behaviors, so like crawling on the ground, mouthing objects, this puts them at a higher risk of ingesting harmful substances, right? So that's another risk factor for children. And finally, relatively speaking, children drink and eat more food per unit of body weight than adults. Now, this amplifies their toxic burden. You know, the lower exposures can have a stronger effect than would on adults, right? So, these are some of the reasons why children are more vulnerable to the toxins in our environment than us, than adults, right? Now, in the case of autistic children, other problems can rear their ugly heads, such as impaired detoxification capacities due to several reasons, increased oxidative stress, increased leaky gut, disrupted gut microbes, depleted antioxidants, in certain cases, some children may have higher exposure to toxins. And in some cases, genetic factors can predispose the children to increased vulnerability to toxic compounds. So this is not a myth that toxins are harmful. And when I say toxins, I will, in the next few episodes, I'll talk at much greater length about certain heavy metals like mercury, aluminum, cadmium, and so on. And I might devote a few episodes later on 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 actual, you know, plasticizers and kind of other common chemical compounds that are, you know, very much in the food chain and in the environment. So it's not a myth. Like if someone tells you that it's a myth that, you know, plastics or whatever cause harm, they're diluted. They're not up to date with the science right there's a ton of science not enough but there's been already a ton of science that proves these compounds are harmful i'll give you some examples of how heavy metals and toxic chemicals can harm us you know you might fall when you hear the list right so heavy metals and chemicals can harm us by damaging the cells of the body and their components or organelles so the membranes, nucleus, DNA, mitochondria, toxins can interfere with energy production, they can affect gene expression, DNA repair, they can interfere with all sorts of critical enzymes, they can contribute to oxidative stress, they can disturb the hormone systems, they can disrupt the gut bacteria, they can disturb neurotransmitters in the brain, they can interfere with Vital processes like methylation, for example. Many autistic children have issues with methylation, which I'll cover in another episode. Toxins can disturb the communication between cells or organs. They can dis- cause immune reactions, inflammation, antibody formation. They can contribute to immune dysfunction, dysregulation, and autoimmunity. They can impair detoxification pathways. They can displace nutrients in enzymes. And they can just otherwise dysregulate nervous system. So we're talking serious, serious damage. Now, they're invisible, a lot of these things. They're in the food. We don't know they're in the food. They're in the air. They're in the water. And, you know, if you're healthy, if your detoxification capacities are working okay and you're not under other health, you don't have other health challenges, you know, they're not a problem if you're an adult with well-developed detoxification capacities, but they're not as much of a problem. They still contribute to ill health in the long term. So we need to take steps to reduce them. But for children, we have to be extremely vigilant and very, very careful. So the point here, right, is, and future episodes will cover this, is you need to start cleaning up your child's environment and diet. As I've talked, Already at length, um, you know, this podcast has only been around for a month. I have talked about the importance of an organic diet. So this is one way to greatly reduce your child's toxic burden from herbicides, pesticides, and other kind of artificial fertilizers and other chemicals. So that's o- one way. And then in the next few episodes what I'll do is I'll, I'll talk about the five most prevalent heavy metals in the environment and where they're basically where the biggest exposures are and by understanding where the biggest exposures are you'll be able to exert some control over those right not all of them some of them we just have to live with but some we can do something about right so that's what the next few episodes will cover so I hope to see you on the next episode